0: Hello everybody to my project management podcast. Today I will be talking with Carsten Schulz, who is a professor for technology management at the Christian Albrechts Universität to Kiel. And we will be talking about a project where Carsten gained experience from interface management in really complex projects. The question is how to deal with these complexities of interface management. Enjoy. Here we are again. Uh, I'm here with uh, Carsten who is a professor at uh, the Kiel University. Uh, and um, we will continue in our podcast on project management uh, and in particular talk about uh, the issue of of interface management, and uh, in that context, uh, Karsten, pleasure having you here, and uh, and I think we would like to talk about a project you conducted in a large, in a large firm. So uh, maybe you could just briefly give us the context.
1: Yeah, actually, we uh, we did a a very interesting study dealing uh, with a phenomenon uh, which which we need to address in project management relatively uh, frequently. So projects are I mean uh, to integrate different functional groups, different departments uh, within of course a project so uh, uh, to perform uh, joint activities to follow a joint goal. And and in its in a lot of projects of course uh, we have sp- specific Team members within a project, which serve as an interface manager uh, uh, towards the particular department, and the challenge a lot of firms observe in, uh, in daily business is that that particular let's call him or her. Part project leader, it's sometimes more committed uh, to uh, follow the rules to interact uh, with uh, uh, their own home department um, than uh, to com- uh, to be committed uh, to the project leader and project goals.
0: So, so what we're talking about here is is large projects, right? So it's not a small project; it's a larger project uh, embedded in a larger organization.
1: It's, it's a large project and it's frequently also dealing with innovation stuff. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a larger project dealing with technology development with also uh, dealing with the question how to establish a new
0: application, a new kind of market. And through that, you need all the different competences to somehow contribute to the overall project task. And these competences then map against uh, the distinct divisions or departments in your firm, right? And so you may have the, the leaders of the subtasks, they, they they are torn between being kind of loyal and belonging to their counterpart in the overall firm or with respect to their project tasks. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. so there are uh, particular actors which, uh, which are, in a sense, servants um, uh, to um, – yeah, to to bosses, to to uh, to managers. So they serve the interest of their home department, being a department dealing with specific software development or physical uh, engineering uh, activities. In the same times, of course, uh, the manager, the part project manager, is a servant uh, in the interest of the project, and therefore in the interest of the project leader.
0: Okay, so, so that's somehow the kind of the situation, the, the, what, what we are talking about here and, and uh, let's say from the uh, individual project manager's perspective also the, the major challenge or, which, which uh, she or he is, is confronted with. Now, now, what was your project then about?
1: Yes, actually the firm asked us uh, yeah, to deal with this question because the starting point is uh, we have problems. <laughs> In interface management. So we have limited information flow. The escalation of problems uh, within a project uh, is lacking. Sometimes the project leader may be uh, integrated in the very last end, uh, and so everybody in the company uh, knows uh, before uh, about a problem and not the project leader. And, the, uh, and so we started, uh, as very often, with a very in-depth analysis of the current uh, mapping of the social networks, so the social information uh, interactions, the social information network, and the uh, uh, formalized uh, project information ways.
0: Zeit. Okay, wir machen einfach weiter. Cut. Uh, und ich fange nochmal mit der gleichen Frage an. Um, so, so now we know about the the context and the setting. Uh, but but what is exactly what is your project about then? I mean it's it's obviously in this setting, but but what what were you looking at?
1: Yeah, see, uh the starting point of the project was an uh, observed challenge within a company that the project leader wasn't uh, in, uh, involved as much as uh, he should be. So uh, the obviously the informal networks. Uh, are dominating and the formalized uh, information processes and also escalation processes uh, will uh, were not uh, followed uh, by, uh, by the team managers. So we started a project to analyze in depth uh, that mapping of the informal networks, the informal information flows, the informal interaction within within the companies, also integrated external uh, suppliers, and compared it with that uh, uh, formalized uh, specifications uh, in the project management plan. And, as an instrument as a message uh, uh, we uh, we performed a social network analysis so basically uh, we addressed every team uh, team member uh, within uh, within the project and asked he or she uh, uh, who is actually their most important uh, partner when it comes to, problem, to problems within a, within a firm and, and who is uh, also a very important partner to generate information, to interact, to get, uh, to get the stuff running within the project.
0: So, so you map information flows between relevant parts of this larger project
1: information flows and also we map decision processes. So who is involved when, it, uh, when a problem, a challenge needs to be faced.
0: Okay, and, and how did you do that again? Because, I mean, that must be a very complex question to ask someone. Yeah, actually,
1: it's not so complex. So it's very much straightforward. Uh, uh, the methods um, uh, is integrated in an interview study. So you interview uh, team members uh, in about certain situations. So uh, in which, so we describe situation, so we have an information need uh, and ask uh, this, uh, the team members uh, who are the information sources and also to which actors in a firm they send information. So, we, uh, so they are maybe receivers of information and we ask uh, in addition um, the question, uh, with whom you are going to interact uh, when you need uh, to solve problems,
0: and then you, what you end up with is a, is a larger matrix.
1: It's a matrix. So you uh, you have in that in that case you have around thirty actors, uh, and you describe you monitor uh, the interaction between each of the actors. So it's a thirty multiplied with thirty actor matrix. And that is then the starting point uh, to, um, uh, to, to describe the social information network.
0: And just, just a little curious question on the side, as you ask everyone, uh, do they all perceive their interaction equal or or do they distinguish or, or differ between what they see? Well, I could imagine that I believe I sent someone a lot of information, but if that person doesn't really recognize that, what do you do with yeah. that? Yes,
1: of course, uh, it is the case. So uh, actually, we do, uh, we did um, uh, so we uh, in incorporated that information uh, into perspectives. So on one hand, of course, you said that if both actors agree, uh, that is, uh, that may be an indicator for a very strong tie uh, between uh, between the actor. Uh, but we also use that information as an indicator uh, uh, for the uh, for the quality of that in, uh, of that uh, of that information flow. So if don't both agree, uh, certainly uh, an indicator for maybe interface problems.
0: Okay. So now we have this big matrix which tells us uh, who is interacting with whom, how are the information flows in between all the different partners, and, and what is the quality of that information flowing between the partners in the project. Now what do we do with that information?
1: Yeah, then, so the next step would be uh, to identify uh, specific roles uh, within the social network. and. As we know, uh, within project management, uh, project management is about defining roles and responsibilities uh, within a a project. So we have a specific role of of the project leader, uh, of course, we have a specific role of a a part project leader as an interface manager to the department, uh, department X. And so that role is specified within uh, that bigger uh, project. Um, And then we compared um, this, yeah, this role, uh, this um, actually intended uh, uh, activity uh, with the actual perceived or actual lived social network. And what is quite interesting is uh, then, of course, uh, there's a difference between both formal role and the actual inf- uh, informal role May uh, explain uh, difficulties, inequality, and efficiency of the project.
0: So, so what you in particular, if there is this distinction between what you would call the formal role of or the assigned role in a project, and and the actual or lived role, this would be very valuable information to the project manager, right? I mean, you could you could from that then say, okay, if someone is not living up to the task, uh, you would need to have dress this to figure out why is that the case and what could I do.
1: It's, 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 it's absolutely, it's for instance, uh, uh, starting with the project managers or the so project leader uh, themselves. So what we uh, what we observed in that particular project is that unfortunately, uh, from project leader perspective, uh, he was not a central actor uh, within the social network. Uh, so, um, so what does it mean? So as you as a project manager, uh, are, should actually observe, uh, monitor the actual project status, uh, be involved in important project decisions. Uh, it, it is very dangerous for you as a project manager if somebody else uh, um, is actually acting as an informal um <laughs> Project leader, so it has informal power, which will dominate. Uh, actually, the intended uh, project management.
0: In in so in your case, the project manager did not necessarily live up fully to to his or her role, uh, uh, being more peripheral. Maybe who who was kind of uh, leading the project? Who was the dominant uh, player here? So that, uh, actually,
1: the dominant players uh, came, which is not maybe surprising, uh, from core. Functional departments, so dealing with uh, core questions of the of the technology-driven projects, uh, and the reason is actually twofold. Uh, this so one of the reasons is um, that because uh, we do have the need uh, for that uh, for that knowledge, but even the uh, the more pro- uh, prevalent um, reason was that uh, that. Uh, Scientists or researchers uh, in that field uh, has a very uh, had very good uh, ties, also personal ties uh, with uh, with their department heads, but uh, and uh, but also with the top management uh, of the of the companies, and that is basically because they all joined the companies quite early, and in particular uh, earlier than uh, the formal project manager.
0: Okay, Uh, so, so here this to me sounds like an almost dysfunctional project organization, at least a problematic one, I guess, because I mean, there must be a reason you set up a project, you want to combine the functions, you have a specific task, it needs to be performed in a fixed time, and suddenly someone else who is not central core in the center of the project uh, enters as the most dominant player. That that can result in, you know, a lot of other agendas may enter the project and you may not end up in the result.
1: Absolutely. And, the, and the, actually the challenge, uh, the story went further. Uh, so uh, we even had interface manager, in that case, they were called part project manager, um, and, uh, and the interface manager was actually less involved uh, than the particular researcher in that uh, functional department. So even some of the interface managers didn't uh, actually uh, fill out uh, their role. And and the third problem we observed is that, as always some projects, uh, they also had uh, very important external actors, suppliers. Are uh, involved in the project, which is which provided a core functionality uh, of that uh, of that new product, uh, the new device, uh, but that external project managers weren't involved in information decision processes more or less at all.
0: So, I mean, you, for me at least, you, you need to disclose: was that project ultimately a success, or or what happened?
1: Yeah, and of course, uh, uh, within hindsight now, so I, uh, now it's it's, it's it's sometimes running. So, uh, so what the what the company did is, of course, they tried to heal the situation. So they, um, so as the as the result, they is they tried to do more of the same. So more formalization, mm-hmm. more specification of roles. So, uh, but with certain, uh, which obviously uh, didn't uh, didn't help, uh, and at the end. Um, also from the perspective of the managers that was one of the core reasons that the overall project failed uh, and that overall innovation uh, uh, didn't, uh, didn't came to the market, went launched successfully, and so it's, it was a huge uh, financial disaster.
0: Okay, so would you say then, I mean this was somehow what I would call a research project to the extent that you helped the company but also you did a more classical research approach in mapping the interfaces. you engaged in quite substantial activity to better understand the information flows and the roles played. Uh, would you suggest that as being a, maybe a relevant task for a project manager to do? I think
1: that's one of the core tasks uh, uh, the project management have to do uh, because as I know, uh, we all know as project managers, a lot of projects where uh, we have different departments involved. And interface management is one of the uh, core activities. So you may even describe project management as the uh, art to hurt fleas. Um, um, and the question is always, how can, uh, how can we overcome previously established social ties? Without actually compromising, of course, as uh, the, the information flows, the interaction between you as a project, and the department. So it's always to be balanced. And that is one uh, of the most complex tasks because it's not only a question of formalization, defining methods and tools. It's not about solely the implementation of information technology uh, for a joint working environment. It's in particular about establishing a joint project culture, uh, an overall commitment uh, to the project goals.
0: That certainly sounds like a good message to end this uh, little series here today. Thank you very much, Karsten. Thank you very much for hosting me here in sunny Kiel uh, and uh, hope to talk to you again about these very interesting topics. Thanks.